0: The clap that means we're starting what are you doing
1: i'm making sure i'm not popping a button or nothing's hanging out or
0: <laughs> well hello my love how hello, are you
1: hello i'm good good we, morning um,
0: i was just talking to um jerry over at aztec chevrolet and and we are gonna do a a little bit of a boys night um thursday after dallas and he was like oh man it's my birthday so we might have some uh, oh. We might have some Aztec Chevrolet guys um, showing up to do a little boys' night with us. Yeah. So, yep. So we're very excited about that. You look skinny
1: that. today. Well, I got
0: a haircut. I went and got a haircut. Oh,
1: that's yeah. what it is.
0: Yeah. It's a haircut. I'm not skinnier. <laughs> I should get a haircut every day. It makes me look skinnier. Um, but a big thank you to Aztec Chevrolet. Guys, if you're going to buy a vehicle, give them a chance, please. Please, please, please. So, And then, of course, old salt coffee, Trevino 10.0. That is your promo code. You're going to buy coffee anyway. Yeah. Have it delivered to the house. It tastes like freedom. And it is ran and operated by um, veterans. So please, please, please.
1: Your mustache looks different too. I'm like just now actually like looking at your face. Like what? what is it? What's happening?
0: I got a haircut. <laughs> What's
1: happening with it you? It looks very like I don't know what it is.
0: Why are we talking about me? <laughs> Somebody, somebody, somebody that said a message uh, that I read that said, uh, "I'm over the podcast because Renee's head just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger." Oh, so that's, I hadn't uh, read that comment. I, I, I really enjoyed that comment. And <laughs> it also, it's, was
1: it a male or a female that said it? I'm curious. I don't, I,
0: it was a female, I think. But it's, um, it, you know, it's interesting because you you know, I, I take things so personal, uh-huh. you know, and it's so uh, this podcast is so very real to us, you know, and, yeah. and. You know, it, it is scary sometimes to you know, put ourselves out there.
1: Oh, for sure. You
0: know, and and I think sometimes when I get these to overshare. Yeah, well, not only that. I mean, it's, you know, we, we want to be honest and we want to be real and we hope that 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 people watch this podcast and enjoy the, you know, the funny, the sad, the the arguments, the yeah. the, the day-to-day conversations, but you know, it is hard, and, and we are people, and, and...
1: I for sure have moments where I feel like, because it's exactly what you said, right? We sit here and we talk about the day-to-day of our life, and I for sure have moments where I feel like, why are people that interested, like, in the day-to-day... We literally just sit here and talk about the day-to-day of our life. Like, yeah, but I, it I, seems I, a little, like, e- egotistical, right? Well, of course, and... and but But, but I... I was going to say, but then I get messages like, actually, it's funny you bring this up because last night I got a message from a girl who said, I tune in every week on my way to work. She's like, and I was really struggling with depression and you guys make me laugh. (laughs)
0: Well, we try. We, we, well, you know, and and I don't, you do. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's, it's definitely a, um, you know, this podcast has its moments of funny and, and, you know, moments of, of real conversation, and, but I just told
1: her, I responded back. I was like, if I, you know, cause she said she lost her mom and she's just been struggling since then. And I said, if I could hug you through this phone, through this message, I just want to squeeze you. And so, yes, I feel like it's very egotistical that we just sit here and talk about our day-to-day life. But if it, it's in some way a virtual hug or squeeze to that person. Well, I mean, that's, that's the goal. Cool and,
0: and I hope that people also see that, that, you know our relationship is perfectly imperfect. You know, you said that before. Yeah. yeah, And I I think that, I think that people need to see that. And I think that we do live in a world of every Instagram post is perfect. Nobody shares, nobody shares the sad parts of their lives. Oh yeah. I only
1: share the really cute ones, not the ones where Garrett's like snarling at me. And and not only
0: that with freaking (laughs) editing now and, and you know, filters and, you know, so we, we live, we live our lives these days through a filter. And I think that it is a, a, breath of fresh air that hey here's me and my wife who are you know perfectly imperfect and you know we are we are not perfect and we fight and we argue and we we have our struggles with day-to-day life just like everybody else you know and 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 even though we have had one episode that did not see the light of day for the most part However, we're feeling. We aired
1: them all. Yeah. You know,
0: however, we're feeling that day. We we put it out there, and we hope that that, you know, people, you know, do not judge. Oh, but they know. do. They do. They do. They judge. do. And I, I just get frustrated with with people in general. You know, I. You know. Well, no, you know, every show, no matter what, no matter how big, no matter how small. I always mm-hmm. give it up to the men and women who serve our country. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. There's not a show that I don't do it, you know. Um, and, and every single show, people cheer. Sometimes they stand up, you know, mm-hmm. and they want to give it up to veterans, right? Yeah. But then, last night, I, on all of my platforms, uh-huh. I posted that me and you were going to have a, a pie challenge and a contest, and I'm asking for $25. Okay, so and that, what happened? Well, no, you, you just... It's am, uh, it's amazing how little response we got. You know, and and if I if I post a photograph of of me and you being silly or, you know, you... Um, well, listen,
1: maybe we got to sex that... that sex? Track. I mean, maybe we got to sex it up. Like, take oh. the tank top off, baby, and, like, and show, a little, a, uh, show a shirtless photo the for the pie challenge. But, it, you
0: know, it just bums me out because it's like, guys, I'm... I, And you know what, by the way, you don't have to give me $25. Can I get a like the amount, the amount, I'm going to show you the amount of likes that I got and then we'll just go to Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Where I have a hundred thousand followers. Let's just go to Instagram. Okay. Um, Oh,
1: I think you're taking it too personally.
0: No, I do take it personal because I'm trying to send pies to our service members. Yeah. While they are stuck, not at home, they're not with their parents. They're not well, with their Well, let's see parents. what
1: happens. You haven't even given it a chance. Like, let's see. Just because people aren't liking doesn't mean they're not okay. buying a pie.
0: Here we go. So the pie deal that I put up yesterday, 320 likes. One, two, three, four comments. Four.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Now, oh, but I saw
1: I posted it and people shared it too. And they said buy a pie for Renee so Steve gets a pie in the face.
0: Here's a, here's a picture of me and you on our anniversary that I put about my queen, 2,374 likes, and the messages go on forever. Forever, and it's like, you know, my thing is, is I'm not, you don't have to give me $25. You don't. But can I get a like? <laughs> can I get a, Can I get a share? You sound like Garrett, how many likes? <laughs> No, it just, it bums me out because I assure you, I assure you, if I said, hey, right now, I'm, you know, and we did a picture of me and you giving away a Captain Evil t-shirt, they would go crazy. Yeah. Likes, follows, right? But hey, when I post something about let's go help our veterans and I see you cheering every
1: single show. And then the response on social media is like, oh, let's scroll past that. Well, maybe we need to get creative. Maybe we need to you think know. of like a funny a funny vet video that we can do.
0: I mean, it just, you know, it, it does bum me. Out. And I've noticed it in the past. Yeah. You know, I've noticed it um, on my, my Facebook when it comes to my family down in Gregory Portland. You know, all the friends and family we grew up with. Uh-huh. You know, when somebody is struggling and I post like, hey, so-and-so... You know, we're trying to do this for so-and-so. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh, well, I don't know who Steve Trevino is. You know, and it, it just, it bums me out. And and I hope, I hope that, that people watch this podcast and go, okay.
1: And go buy a pie for Renee.
0: No, buy a pie for me. <laughs> but, well, and like I said, yeah. sometimes it, it's, maybe you don't have the 25 bucks. And I understand that. Yeah. But don't ignore it. How about you share it? How about you like it? How about you put a comment, good for you, what a great thing, so that at least other people can see it. Right. You know, so. So it
1: plays into the algorithm.
0: It plays into the algorithm, and, and I'm not, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of people, man, they don't have that extra 25 bucks, and I, I yeah. completely understand that. Maybe
1: we make you some pie pasty nipple covers, and you do a picture like that.
0: Oh, we can do that. that yeah. That might um, get some attention. Maybe. Why? You're not on board with what I'm talking <laughs> about. You think I'm being negative.
1: I just, I think you, what is it? You catch more, not you catch more bees with honey. What is it? What's the saying? You know, I get it. I totally feel like a blonde right now. I get it. Which was not nice to blondes. I apologize. But you know what I'm saying? Oh my God. Is you... that
0: where we're at? <laughs> you know, is this where we're at in our country? Can't say anything. Um,
1: my point is, I just feel like we can have fun with it. That's all right.
0: No, I mean, look, we're going to continue to do it. and And if I send five pies...
1: I'm happy. Oh, we're gonna send more than five pies. Well, because I'm gonna buy some. Well for, for and then me <laughs> I'm gonna buy some so that I get to buy you in the face. So we got ten pies right there. So
0: you know, for those of you that don't know what we're talking about, Renee and I are running a contest. the win whoever raises the most pies gets to pie the other one in the face. Last year and, and maybe maybe we'll get Rick to do a little highlight reel of of me you pieing me in the face. Oh, I have some you know. good
1: pictures of you covered in pie cream. I couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> rick said my screensaver that's
0: that's awesome but so you know hopefully people get on board and and yeah um donate because at the end of the day
1: that's what i'll do i'll share pictures from last time because those were good
0: and see we can't spark some yeah. some interest so yeah, yeah. please help us please you know we're we're always 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 here on uh in the trevino household trying to to give back you know? yeah um but to get into our week Oh my gosh, dude. Like, well, first of all, how was, so Renee was a little late to the podcast and you know, we're all used to waiting on Renee. Um,
1: (laughs) but that's why my hair isn't done. I don't have all my lashes. You volunteered
0: today at the library. How did it go?
1: I helped with the school book fair. It's so cute to see the kids come in and be like so excited about shopping the book fair.
0: Oh, I remember the book fair when I was growing well, up. Well, that's like, what the
1: librarian was saying is she's like, you know, cause I asked her, I was like, does the school actually like make a decent profit off of this for all the work it is for her to set all that stuff up, you know? And she's like, well, she's like, there are better ways for the school to make money. She's like, but the kids get so excited. She's like, don't you remember going to the book fair as a kid? And I was like, yeah, actually well, I, I do. I just
0: think that it's really cool that, that there still is a book fair, you know, with all this digital uh-huh. stuff. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, my cousin Lori, she is a librarian uh-huh. at a deaf school yeah. and, and I sat down with her. I'm like, so how does it work now? You know, are you still teaching the card catalog? <laughs> <laughs> Remember the card? You'd yes. pull it out like and go through and alphabetical order and try yes. to find that book. But I would assume now there is no card catalog. Oh, well, you search the freaking a tablet yeah. and it sends you. To where you are, so it is really cool that there still is a a physical
1: book. Yeah. Well, they sell erasers and pointers and all kinds of pens and pencil. Yeah. You want to buy some bullshit for your (laughs) kids? Because they showed up and the kids would have like piles of junk, and she would be like, "I think your parents would like you to go pick out one book. (laughs) Yeah, put something back with your budget." And it's so cute to see the kids who like they want to spend every penny. Like if their parents sent them with a gift card, they're spending every penny of that gift card. Did
0: our son get to go?
1: He did, but I felt so bad. I was so busy. There was such a long line of kids at the register that I didn't even get to shop with him. And he came with this pile of stuff. And the and parent was like, um, and I was like, it's okay. He's mine. I'll check him out. So I don't know what he bought. I'll have to look when I, I go back. Buy a but, bunch of stuff? but he bought a bunch of stuff. Yeah. That's good.
0: And I, look, I have no problem buying books. Yeah. You know, buying books and, and Garrett really like, you know, I am not the best reader. Um, So Garrett will come to me with like, and it's, it's, he's six now. So i I read at a uh, we're done i I read at a oh, I read at a a Don't first grade that. level, so that's after this true. I'm done that's but but it's true. really cool that he comes to me and goes, Can you read this book to me? Yeah, and uh you know, he loves to read books. yeah, you know oh, well,
1: I was such a book nerd, so i I was a little bummed that I didn't like actually get to shop the book fair with him, so we'll, we'll see what he picked out. Well and, and you,
0: you know you, you also find out that these studies of they're like, oh my gosh, the parents that read to their kids those kids have such a, a better chance academically. Yeah. You know, and so, and you think about it, like, I don't, you know, and, and I mean this, no offense to my parents, I don't remember my parents reading to me. You know, but how
1: old was, I mean, have you said on the podcast that you're dyslexic? Have we said that before?
0: I don't know, we have, I, you know, I don't know if we've talked about my dyslexia. Well, and especially when I, when I was coming up, you know, dyslexia was kind of like... The, That's what I was
1: going to say is like, how long did it go before you actually realized and were diagnosed as being dyslexic?
0: I don't think I was ever officially diagnosed with being dyslexic. I, I do remember, and, and I guess because I was a good kid and, and I was charming and very attractive, that the, <laughs> <laughs> that the teachers... I remember the teachers specifically trying to help me. Yeah. You know, and really trying to... And it's really interesting to me because I, I I do run into a lot of people, you know, and you know me, I'm Mr. Super creative people who are dyslexic. Is that what you were going to say? Super successful people. Yeah. You know, I run into, I mean, my best friend, my cousin Abel, you know, he was here the other day. He's a very successful businessman. Uh-huh. And he really understands the, the politics of business. He really knows how to run a business. Um, he has great ideas and thoughts and he has, he has taken his, his grandfather's business and has really taken it to the next level. And and me and him were literally talking about dyslexia and how both of us were dyslexic. And, and, you know, I remember specifically teachers like, okay, Steve does need a little extra time. Right. And we're going to find ways. And, and my reading comprehension was always really high. I always understood exactly what I was reading. It just took me a long time.
1: Yeah. But That's what I mean. I feel like if it had been identified early on, as far as your confidence, well, I, you wouldn't have felt so self-conscious about it as a kid. Well, you and, would have just known, like, I have this and this is what I do. To- well, and it was a
0: bummer for me because I, sometimes I would give up because you know, the teacher would say, okay, we're going to read this paragraph and then we're going to talk about it. So everybody read to yourselves mm-hmm. and then they'll give us like an allotted amount of time. Well, they're like, she's like, time? And I'm like, oh crap, I really tried to read this paragraph in the allotted amount of time I didn't even get close
1: we'll talk about standardized tests right Right. it's all like time tests where you have to read and answer the questions like
0: but but I you know because of dyslexia my memory is through the roof because I was always embarrassed to write because my handwriting was shit yeah you know and I was always embarrassed to read out loud so my memory and my ability to remember things and as you know I don't record my sets I don't write down my sets. Mm
1: -mm.
0: I don't, I don't prepare before I go. And that's another thing. Rick, Rick, especially freaks out. Yeah. Rick's like, dude, you're talking to me mid sentence while they're saying your name. And then you walk on stage and do it. And I don't, I don't think that for me, I just do
1: it. I think what Steve's talking about is that, like, before he goes on stage, he's not like, hey, let's clear the green room and give me five minutes to, like, get my head in the game before I walk on stage. Steve is, like, no prep time, like, joking with everyone and then just walks right on stage. And most performers need a minute just to, like, meditate or gather themselves. We we had
0: that issue when we were filming Relatable where... Um, the producers were like, get everybody out of his green room. He has to be on stage in 15 minutes. He needs a second to rest. He needs a second. And I'm like, I don't, yeah, I don't need that second to rest me walking on stage. And, but I think it also helps that the stories I tell on stage were real. I'm not memorizing a script. I'm up there telling a real story. Yeah. You know, and then of course I'm embellishing and adding and, and yeah. you know
1: I don't know. I just think of like how your stories morph over time and change and there is no written record of that morph morphing in that process. And I just think it would be cool to have that, you know? Especially because when you're filming a special, sometimes you leave things out that you meant to put in and there's I'm
0: I'm I'm editing in my head. You yeah. know, when we filmed um, the HBO deal and they're like, oh, you need, you're need, you doing 10 minutes, right? So now I'm used to doing an hour and 15 on they stage. They were nervous
1: too because they didn't have a transcript. They right. were like, what is this cat going to say? So
0: I'm literally taking, you know, bits out, jokes out of bits to get to where I need to get from beginning to end. And I'm just editing on stage while I'm up there and... and You know, I'm talking, but in my head, I'm thinking of four different things while I'm in autopilot talking, and then I'm like, "Oh, okay, change this, change that," but but I I I attribute that to my dyslexia, and I think that I think that if you are dyslexic, you know, and and much like being blind, if you are blind, then your other senses are heightened. Are heightened, and I think because I was dyslexic, I am dyslexic, other skills have been heightened. Right, for sure, and I think that, I and we, me and you, talk about this all the time because you were you were such an A student,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, and and I go, man, if there was a school that taught the way I learned, yes, right, because I'm we're in a system where they only they're catering to the they teach to standardized
1: tests so that they get paid what they need to
0: well, but 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 they teach in certain ways. Because the majority of people are like you, right? Yeah. There's very few dyslexic people, so they're not going to go out of their way to just... But um, if there was a a class that taught specifically the way... And it was funny because, you know, Mr. Helm... I love Mr. Helm's class, Uh right? And Mr. Helm was this surfer dude with a mullet and a mustache. Uh And he'd get on... I mean, it was like he was on stage. And he'd be running around the class and he'd, you know be laughing and writing on the wall and everything was a million miles an hour <laughs> i loved it and funny enough that me and you were talking about it and you're like i fucking hated that class <laughs> i did poorly in that class and i'm like well now you know how i feel in all the other classes yeah so how you felt in his class uh-huh. that one period that's how one you felt year all day long yeah. is how i felt all the time where this this is boring to me yeah you know, like I don't, I don't want to sit here. And even in my life now, I can't sit still. I don't want to sit down. I want to do stuff. I want to be involved. I want to be yeah, touching things. And, and it's really interesting. And I don't know if you agree or not, but Garrett is, is a real combination of the of two, the two, of, two us. of
1: us. I was about to say the exact same thing, not knowing that's where you were going. He is a real combination of the two of us. You yes. know,
0: Garrett does want to touch things and hang and and be involved. and and make it hands-on, but he's also a very follow-the-rules.
1: Well, he wants to get it right.
0: I want to get it right, yeah. and we have to follow the rules, and this is how you do it, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a rule-breaker. Yeah. You know, I, I, I definitely ride that line, but, you know, you, you I've learned so much about dyslexia because I, I spend hours reading short paragraphs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But, you know, and, and I was explaining to Abel and Abel was was really interested because he had he didn't know. He didn't know what? What, what? what a lot of people don't realize is that the reason that I read so slowly is because I am a, a dyslexic person is a problem solver. Right. And a word is a problem.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So when I and I did a joke about it in Grandpa Joe's son, when I read a word, I'm trying to read the word. Uh huh. You don't read words. No, I have them memorized. You have every word memorized and you know what they look like. Cause it's funny. I'll ask you to spell something
1: and mm-hmm. you can't spell it.
0: No, and, be unless, like, ask Google. That's what no, Google's for. Unless you write it down.
1: Yes. I have to write it down and see it and know that it's correct. Yeah.
0: Right. And I have trouble spelling because the English language, the way that it is set up. Yeah. Is not right. Yeah. You know, I always talk about the word should. Right when I read should and there's an L in should, right, and you're taught, hey, sound it out, solve the problem. So when I try to solve the problem, it takes me a minute because I don't have should memorized. Yeah, I should, <laughs> but I don't. Um, but you know, when I was explaining that to Abel, he was like, "Oh man, like I never, I never realized that." Yeah, you know, and 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 I, and I also think that that dyslexia. Number one, it's a real thing. And number two, I don't think that there's enough dyslexic kids that if you're in public school.
1: I wonder what the numbers are. Now that you say that, I'm curious.
0: Hey, Rick, you have you have three boys. And by the way, dyslexia is more um, prevalent in boys. Yep. Do do any of your boys um, have dyslexia?
1: It's hard to know, too, because for to know. in the beginning, Garrett would get his B's and his D's mixed up, you know, which is kind of like a sign, but he's also in kindergarten. So that's kind of normal, too. Right. I forget what age they test them at. I think it might not be till first grade, first or second grade.
0: No, it's um, it's definitely something that that I had to overcome. And and I but I also think that it, it also led to to my success and me being a driven person, you know? Yeah. Um, and then it's also interesting that there was another teacher that absolutely loved you and hated me. I can't remember which teacher. I don't want to say any names. <laughs> um, but for those of you back home, he was in the movie Legend of Billy Jean as an extra. And he was in drama. But, I mean, this guy not only disliked me, had it out for me. I mean, this guy was super... Oh, that makes me, me that makes me sad know. when you say
1: that. Like, I mean, kids, kids remember things so differently. Right. So like you're not, not to discredit your feelings or anything, but your memory of the situation could be very different than this particular teacher's memory of the situation. Sure. And, and just I like because, the way
0: that you're defending, not your husband.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't say that. I just mean like that, that makes me, I feel like no child, no student should ever feel like their teacher doesn't like them. Even if the teacher doesn't. Oh, look, that happened to me. I just feel like
0: the kid shouldn't, the kid should know that. I mean, that happened to me quite a bit. I mean, I remember, you know, me and you in Chili's in Portland running into a teacher okay. and her coming over and just hugs and kisses all over you. And oh my God, Renee, and then you were like, what's wrong? And I go, she was mean to me. Yeah. You know, like like mean. Yeah. And you were like, oh, there's no way. And I'm like, oh, no. She was mean to me. But I, I think that me struggling with dyslexia and teachers not knowing how to handle that. Well, right?
1: too, right? And like you're a child of divorced parents and like you don't know what's going on in a child's private life and that how that affects them as well.
0: I had none of this was planned for today for the <laughs> podcast, but... <laughs> Uh, here we are.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I took but, it somewhere else, all oh, because I helped no, at the okay. book fair. But was it a good experience? Were oh there, yeah, it was lovely. It was other, so lovely.
0: Were there other moms there?
1: Um, there was, uh, I think she, she's probably a grandma. There was a grandma there who was helping the kids. Um, it just got crazy in the morning cause the kindergartners don't know how to, you know, the younger ones don't know how to count money and make change. So they like come with 15 books. I want all of this. And you're like, uh, put back, yeah. <laughs> put back, put you back, know? Which one do you really want? So yeah. Right. So it made me realize I really got to work with Garrett on his counting money. That's important.
0: Yes, it is counting. Counting money is very, very important. <laughs>
1: and then I was laughing cause I'd feel so bad cause a kid would come up. Up and they'd be like a few pennies short, you know, or they'd be like 50 cents short. And I'd be like, can I just like pay for the 50 cents, right? So how many kids so they, books did we buy? <laughs> so so there's a boy who came, right? And he didn't have enough money. And I was like, it was like a dollar over, but he had multiple items. So I was like, okay, I'm not going to pay it. You know, like I'll, I'll have him put something back. Like this one I won't pay for, you know? Right. And uh, Renee is
0: cheap. I don't, then, learning, <laughs> I don't know if you're learning. I don't know if you're learning that when it comes to other people no. and, what? Like tipping and helping no. out, but your very cheap. Mouth.
1: Shut your mouth! No, anyway, so then I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, I'm sorry, honey, you don't have enough for. For this and he's like it was like a pin right like a janky pin and so i was like let's put this back because then you can get all the rest of this and then he's like well and the kid has a lot of cash in his pocket he was holding on he wanted to wait and see if i was gonna cover it
0: wow <laughs>
1: before he pulled out the rest of his i
0: cash. want to meet his parents that is a strong move that is a very strong move
1: so i i had a lot of fun actually and then well, i'm the- glad
0: to hear because you know you've been really kind of itching to volunteer um, at the school, and I was yeah. really bummed out for you because I get back from um, uh, Tampa, which, by the way, Tampa was great shows, all sold out.
1: I love Florida. And you know what? You asked me if I wanted to go to Tampa, and it didn't even register that, like, that was our anniversary. Like, we could have been together. We just well, didn't, we didn't plan that one. It's been
0: tough. And, and yeah. I, I am proud of us that, that we have been married long enough, and we are secure in our relationship to go well and by the way oh my gosh I I, had, I bought you a surprise <laughs> and, and I don't know if people feel this way like us but I'm so like scams have become so good yes that everything feels like a scam yeah because it's so real. So I, I, you wanted to... Yeah, because
1: we'll get letters to our oh address that say you have a ticket in El Paso and I'll be like, that we owe 500 bucks for a ticket we didn't pay. And I'll be like, Steve, why didn't you just tell me about it? Like, I don't have, have a ticket. ticket. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's
0: so crazy. So, you know, I, I bought Renee a clutch. She wanted a, a black leather clutch. Um, so I, I went online, I bought it. And that morning when I left to Tampa, I was real excited. And I said, baby, happy anniversary, I love you, but there's a special surprise coming for you this weekend. Then I get to Tampa and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, your, your order has completely been canceled. I'm like, what? So then I had to let the cat out of the bag and go, Hey, Renee, help me. Like,
1: (laughs) can you fix this? I tried to buy you something. (laughs) I don't know what happened. So then I call the
0: lady and the lady's like, well, um, we're going to have to recharge your card. So then I call my bank and my bank's like, no, we approved that charge. And I'm Let's-
1: like, Steve, what janky ass website were you shopping Yeah, up? then
0: Renee was like, well, is it even the official website? And I'm like, "I'm, I'm yeah, I, I tried to make sure it was the official. I mean, it was so, we just said, fuck it. We're not doing it because we were so scared that it was a scam. Yeah. But I'm also proud of us that, that you know, you didn't get me anything at all. And I didn't even try. No, and-
1: y'all remember last year for our anniversary, I tried to plan something nice I planned oh the my yurt God. trip.
0: <laughs> Fuck that yurt trip. And By he, the way, you were like, you were so grumpy at the yurt trip. I'm in a fucking yurt. It's 30 <laughs> degrees outside. I had to pee out the door because the restroom was outside. It was pouring down rain, 30 <laughs> degrees.
1: My point is, I tried to plan something. And, and it was and so cold,
0: would... I had to get really close to the door <laughs> to make sure I didn't pee on the <laughs>
1: frozen that's how damn gold it is but so i was like i'm not gonna plan anything this year because i tried to be secretive and plan something nice and it all went to shit but
0: but i think that that you know we're not at a point in our relationship where we go you know oh my gosh she didn't get me anything and vice versa you know and and we know we love each other and we know um that we've
1: i'll book the yurt again it's okay oh fuck yeah
0: (laughs) try to book it in like january or february when it's (laughs) and you know what do it in alaska Let's go get a, let's go get a real fucking yurt. How about that? Um, but but uh, you know, so I, I we were so afraid there was a scam, and then so that sucked. And then you know, of course I get to see you know Troy and 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 Carrie um, in Tampa. And uh-huh. I didn't post any pictures of me on a jet ski this year. <laughs> I didn't want any drama, so I just kept my my Your jet fun ski photos yes, to yourself. I kept them to myself, <laughs> especially when it's our anniversary weekend. But it was just, it was great shows, and it's such a great comedy club, and and locally owned, and the owner, because he's short-staffed, was just, I mean, he did everything. Yeah. I mean, the guy was waiting tables, the guy was doing just everything he could. And then we had a very special fan come through, family, and it was her birthday, and and we had her backstage. Andrea, yeah. Andrea, and, and we were, I was bummed because right next to her is a girl who would not Shut up!
1: Oh no! And then
0: she ends up sending me a message saying that like they had I not intervened because at several times I had to stop and go. Shh. Yeah. Yeah, end of the point where she's like, "It's her, it's that bitch," you know. And then you know Andrea and, and her girlfriend, you know, uh-huh. were like, "Like we don't know what." Fuck you, I mean it was bad. It was bad, and I was oh. so bummed. And and finally, I got her. And, and that, by the way. If you're ever wondering how I, I handle hecklers, mm-hmm. I try to handle hecklers in the most polite, respectful way, because if I'm respectful, if I'm a good guy, right, uh-huh. then people understand, yeah, and they get on my side, yeah. If I'm aggressive and mean to people, and
1: and I then also makes understand,
0: you know, we had a we had a a, a couple another girl there uh-huh. who was just really chatty. Right. And, and I would kind of calm her down and quiet her mm-hmm. down. And then, cause, and then again, you never know. Right. Is this
1: all in the same show by the way, or was this different shows? Different shows. shows. You okay. know, so
0: then I get a message from, from a person a private message uh-huh. and he goes, man, thank you for not kicking us out. She's so embarrassed. She just drank too much. Yeah. She doesn't remember much, you know, so you never know what's going on. Right. Right. You, you know, he goes, man, he goes, I made the mistake of, you know, we were going out, so we started drinking at three. We were very excited. Yeah. By the time we got to your show, she was drunk, and and you know what? That happens. Yeah. And I can forgive that. I've been too drunk before. Yeah. I've been I've acted like a an idiot more times than I can count. Yeah. So you know, I try to be really polite with, but it was it was a bummer because this girl was just and <laughs> I always love when the the girl like the girls like running in her mouth and just you know just with her attitude <laughs> How? and, How and, and she- you know. <laughs> and then but her husband's like this dude. Like when I'm talking to her, dude, her, and he's like shut up. Like sh- he's like looking at her like please just stop, right? Which is good because sometimes when I when I go, "Hey, can you keep it down?"
1: Oh, and then if the husband is drunk too, then he gets mad and aggressive right. cuz you're talking to his wife. That's yeah, when Don't be bad. talking to my wife, yeah.
0: like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But this situation he was like <laughs> and you can tell dude he was so embarrassed he was like oh my god like please it's like when you get really mad uh-huh and and aggressive uh-huh. and there's no fucking talking you off the ledge uh-huh. i'm just like this i'm like oh my god i'm sorry that my wife is losing her shit because you put a tomato in her hamburger
1: back as a tomato in my hamburger Usually because they won't honor my coupon. No, I'm but, kidding.
0: <laughs> but Tampa was greater than I, I felt that. I, oh, I, you
1: know what? I could tell it was a, a cool crowd in Tampa because you know what I thought was so neat is I posted something on social media. I can't remember what it was, and so, they, someone commented that they were at your show this weekend. And then someone responded back. They were like, "Oh, we were at the table next to you. It was so nice to meet you." And I was like, "How cool that like people met at your show." And then they're like commenting back and forth on social media. Well, I thought and, that was fun.
0: And we also had a. Um, uh, a girl who came to three shows with different groups of friends wow and and, and that blows my mind you know it really that's just awesome. it really blows my mind and it, it's like that's awesome, it's like wow man, you know and and such good people in tampa and and we, we just had a really great weekend, and then I felt bad because um oh and then then I met a guy and through Dan uh-huh. And I don't want to say who his famous father was, but his, his father is very famous. Okay. Very famous father. And um, I meet this guy and we get to hang out and he was funny. He was confident. He was humble. Mm-hmm. He was successful in his own right. Okay. Um, very, very nice guy and very respectful. And, and, and maybe I overstepped. But I don't think Uh I did. Mm -hmm. No, I I just thought, okay, here's a guy with a very famous last name. Very famous last name. Yeah. And I just, I went up to him and I said, hey, man, I I go, you know, because we're drinking after. I go, I don't want to speak out of line. I go, so if I'm out of line, please tell me. Yeah. I said, you seem like an amazing human being. Uh Uh-huh. What did your dad do that helped you not be his son? You know what I mean? Like you seem well adjusted.
1: You, uh, so I'm right. just thinking of my son. There's so many ways you could have been an asshole. <laughs> right. How are you not? Yeah, you're, you're, a, ri-
0: you're a rich kid. You're a pri- privileged kid. Uh-huh. You have a very famous father uh-huh. that I would say 90% of the world knows. Yeah. Right. And here, here you are, this really great human being. From what I gathered from spending all of Saturday with. Uh-huh. Right. Because he came to two shows and hung out. Okay. And I, I you know, and he what goes... What did he say? You're interested too, I right? I am. Because, you know, I think of Garrett and I think, you know, I remember growing up and and they go, oh, Trevino, like the golfer, right? hmm And I can't imagine being like, being like, yes, like the golfer, he's my dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, but Garrett is going to have, oh, like the comedian, oh, yeah, well, that's my dad, right? So, you know, he, he it was interesting because he goes, man, he goes... I have a wonderful father. And he goes, and he never, he was never aggressive about the things that, that he wanted us to do. He goes, but he was always there for us. Yeah. He always was, you know, if he was in town, he was there for us. He took me to school in the mornings. He goes, he was very patient, always talked to us. And he goes, and it was very clear that he loved us and he never gave us pressure to be in his profession. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I was like, oh, wow, okay, you know, and, and I just, I'm always curious, right? I always want to learn, you know, and, and th- thank goodness he didn't feel offended by it, or, or he wasn't, at least I, he didn't make me feel like he was yeah. offended by it, but he was very happy to answer my questions, and he goes, man, he goes, you know what, I, I, my dad always told me that I could be anything I wanted to be, and he never gave me pressure to be in his profession, mm-hmm. and he's, and I, by the way, he goes, I have nine brothers and sisters, there's 10 of us.
1: Oh, wow.
0: He goes, and all of us knew that he loved us.
1: I was going to say well that teaches you so many life lessons cool. in itself, right? Being one of 10.
0: So it was really cool to meet him, and it was really cool to see a famous guy's kid just be a great kid. Yeah. Great guy. I say kid, he, I mean, you know, he's um a very successful businessman himself in yeah. his in his field. So I don't want to say kid. He's just younger than me, you yeah. know. But it was just, it was great. And, and by the way, his little group of friends that he was with, mm-hmm. it, was, it wasn't many of them. It was um, a kid from, a guy from Houston, his girlfriend, um, and a, another guy. And all of them respectful, nice, easy to hang out with, you know, and, and you also realize that he picked really good friends. And by the way, a very mixed group, very mixed group. Yeah. You know, so it was really, um, it was really cool for me to meet somebody like him and go, okay, Garrett has a chance. (laughs) You know, Garrett, because I do worry about that. Yeah. You know, we we just wrote a joke about it. I worry about it. Yeah. I'm concerned about it. I'm, you know, it, it may, it scares me that it's going to affect, affect him in some way because I've met so many people that are a complete disaster because they have a famous parent. Right. You know, and I'm not saying that, that Tom Hanks' kid is a disaster because I don't know him. But you look at the two Hanks boys and they're so very different.
1: What do you mean the two Hanks boys? Tom, Tom Hanks' Hanks's mean the boys. dad versus, no, oh, he has two boys. I guess I just realized there was one, the one that's the actor. Yeah, Google the other one. Oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, Google the other one. And you just worry, you know, you just yeah. worry. But it was a great weekend. And then I, <laughs> I felt bad because I got home Sunday. Yes. And you were just done. Oh yeah. You were done. You were yeah. tired. You were sick. A sick. I mean, I walk in the door and you're like, here, <laughs> Like literally hand me my baby. And then it was yeah. gr- it was it was great because you know, I, I want to be outside. I miss my yard.
1: Uh-huh.
0: I miss my barn. Yes. I miss the projects. yeah, and I get home and I, I have my little, I'm such a dad. I have my yard outfit. (laughs) You
1: do? The plaid pearl snap shirt that you wear with your long sleeves when you cut the grass.
0: Well, no, I have to wear it because I'm, you know, I'm out there so much now. Well, I've always been, but I'm like, okay, I really got to start thinking about my skin. Yeah. You know, and I don't want to put sunblock on. So those Wrangler shirts that are real thin, Uh you know, they let the breeze in, but they're sunblock. Yeah. And then I don't want my face getting destroyed by the sun. So I put my little cowboy hat on. I have my little, I put my boots on, right? I put my boots on. I have my little, I'm, uh, I'm
1: going. It looks like the little Yosemite Sam cowboy hat. Like it curls up real What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Why do I got to be Yosemite Sam? Especially with your mustache today. I think that's what it is. It makes me think of Yosemite Sam. My biscuits trim.
0: are burning. <laughs> but so then I, Renee was like, um, well, can
1: you help me? Can you oh help my, me? No, I had a migraine so bad it was making me nauseous. Can
0: you help me? Okay, uh, and I'm like, well, yeah, babe, I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy to. Well, you, you come home and you go straight to the damn yard. You go, you go outside, and that's all you do. do.
1: I'm so annoyed about that yard. You're, if you're, you talk about the yard are on this damn podcast? You're
0: outside every. The minute you get home, you're outside. You're and I'm like, but I enjoy being outside. I don't want to be inside.
1: Yes, but I needed your help inside that day
0: so i came in to help and then the the problem is that renee's grumpy renee's sick renee's tired she's like well can you help me and i'm like yeah give me the baby well now you're mad i'm like "Motherfucker! i didn't even i I didn't even say that i was mad i'm fine
1: no you were grumpy
0: well and and, well okay first of all i didn't sleep
1: yeah you were tired and grumpy i didn't sleep
0: zero sleep because by the time i got out of tampa because we did three shows on a saturday I had to be at the airport. Oh, I didn't
1: realize that. You had three on Saturday? I
0: had to be at the airport at 3.30 in the morning, and I didn't get done until 2 a.m. Yeah. So we went straight to the airport. Me and Kyle went straight to the airport. Zero sleep. I get home. I just want to work on the yard. You're sick and grumpy. Yeah. There wasn't a hello. How was your trip?
1: No, there was a. I I can barely function.
0: There wasn't a a a, a fucking cookie. <laughs> uh
1: actually there are cookies we have a pumpkin cookie jar and i was like i don't have anything to put in the cookie jar but this pumpkin's really cute so i made cookies they're probably stale and old but there are did she tell me about it did she tell me about it
0: so anyway hey anyway we had a little tiff we had a little tiff tiff. yes and then the next day the next day i'm uh, i'm i'm like hey dude i'm like you know i could use a A thank you when I get home. I could use a hey. I know you're tired, but can you help me? I go. Can you use your words like we're having this argument? She's like, and then Renee, you were like, well, you and you fucking go outside, and you you just want to be outside, right? So we're having this tip yesterday, Rick. You're gonna love this about the yard. She's like, well, maybe maybe you don't
1: so over the damn yard. Maybe
0: you don't need to spend all those hours in the yard. And I'm like, well, I enjoy it, right? So I go outside to go wait for Garrett at the bus, and I look in the yard. I'm like, what is that? Somebody trying to sell our house. It looked like a like a for sale sign in our house, like they wanted us gone. I go, these people want us Mexicans gone, right? They got a sign. So I go over there, and guess what, guys? I won yard of the month. Yard
1: of the month. Of all the time, of all the days, they decided to stick that damn sign in our yard. If I had found it first, I would have put it in someone else's yard. So I I
0: I, I call Renee, and I'm like, I'm like, hey, dude, and she's like what and i go babe i go what were you bitching about she's the yard i go well guess what dude yard of the month bitch and then we just had this really great laugh
1: so <laughs> oh, that's you can take your damn yard of the month sign back
0: <laughs> and we just laughed our heads off and I, I just think that sometimes when we're when we're grumpy with each other that that it's always nice to find that that little mm-hmm. moment that Truly makes us both
1: laugh. We need to go get a picture with our yard of the month. Oh, no, I'm doing
0: a, I'm doing a, uh, stay tuned. I'm going to be doing, or you'll probably see it before the podcast comes (laughs) out. I'm going to do a whole, like, thank you speech. And like, like, I just want an Oscar. Like, (laughs) I just want an Oscar. I'm going to go, I'm going to be taking (laughs) questions. You know, like I just want the Super Bowl, man. I'm going to go out there and do a deal but it was it was funny that that Renee and I had these and then you know by the way Renee woke up this morning sick and I was I was really bummed for you because yeah you had been fighting like hell to volunteer at the school yeah you finally got your day and I go I go um we need to be responsible I said take a COVID test yeah so she took a COVID test and then this morning I was like hey um you know, maybe you shouldn't go. Say, so I'm going. I'm not contagious. I already checked. I went to the doctor. I'm like, okay. So I was really bummed. And, and you seem to be feeling. There like,
1: was plenty of hand sanitizer. I sanitized. I'm just snotty.
0: Yeah, you are a snotty little punk. I'm snotty. Um, but we love you guys. And I don't know how this, a lot of times we do these podcasts and I'm like, how did we, we took left turns and right turns? Are we
1: this. already at our time? Yes. Oh my gosh.
0: We covered dyslexia, we covered Renee being mean to me.
1: Every week. You make, you make sure and get it in there every her, week. Her
0: head's getting bigger.
1: <laughs> you just want to throw oh, that one in there again. and
0: before I do, because I got to ask. What? So, uh, oh, by the way, ticket sales are going fantastic in Vegas. Can't wait to see you guys there. Uh, get your tickets as soon as possible because there's literally no more front row seats. I mean, it's already going to the back. Yeah. Um, but, so we're there on the 9th. I have to do a corporate show on the 10th in Allen, Texas. Uh-huh. And then we're going to stay at the Gaylord in, um, uh, Grapevine. Yeah. Dallas Grapevine, With some friends of ours. Cause they do a beautiful Christmas thing. And well, so if anybody works at the Gaylord and wants to reach out and give us a little VIP treatment, <laughs> we'll take it. But we, we, I want to get Renee on the polar express train and they're out of tickets for Friday.
1: Oh, I th- tickets are sold out.
0: So if anybody knows anybody that can help us, Get on the Polar Express The Grapevine train. Polar Express? Yes. Please help. Please, please, please. Because, you know, I want Renee and, and Garrett and Delilah to be able to go on the... I, I mean, I'll be doing a show to pay for all of it. But um, <laughs> Renee, Renee is going to go. Um, we're hoping to get tickets for that. So we're very excited about it. And then this, this weekend is Dallas. Next week is... Um, You're Sacramento? in
1: Arlington Yeah, I don't have my phone on me I just ran in the room I, to record I, I think
0: it's Sacramento and then Richmond, Virginia And a lot of tour dates still coming up And then book your New Year's, Houston uh, Houston, I'm going to be there for New Year's It's going to sell out fast, so please I'm excited, that'll your, be a fun one It'll be fun That's a big old club It'll be it'll be fun to, um, to go out there and, and bring in the New Year in, in Houston, Texas And hopefully we'll see a bunch <gasps> Can of Can we
1: announce New York yet? Yes. We're going to New York City.
0: Yes, we are going to New York City on January 7th.
1: Yes. One in, night only. Times Square. Times
0: Square. Here we go.
1: I'm so excited. Very excited about it. So Garrett's uh, excited about that one too, by the way. I oh don't shit, know, Garrett's did, coming too? We didn't talk about that, but Garrett's excited about it
0: too. Dana Point Florida's on the, on the um, calendar. Yeah. A lot of great stuff going on. And I, I had one more thing to say, and I'm, I, I, it's, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. And it's very frustrating.
1: Las Vegas, New York, your dates. My head getting too big. You brought that up about three times. Yes,
0: it is getting too big. What else? Um, I think that's it. It'll probably come to me later. But please do me a favor. Help us send pies to our service members. You know, oh my God. This this one guy was like, I'm not going to support that. I'll support mothers beating their children. I'm like, whoa, dude. Maybe we don't need that comment. Maybe we don't put that comment up. Relax, guy. Pump the brakes. But ultimately, we love you guys. Thank you so much. Please continue to share. Rick and I and and Renee and Gigi were talking, and and the podcast is growing, and that's because of you guys. Thank you so, so very much. Please let people know about our podcast. Our perfectly imperfect marriage needs to be out there for people to uh, To criticize. (laughs) To to criticize and judge. (laughs) Thank you so much. I am Steve Trevino and that's my beautiful wife as always, Captain
1: Evil.